Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Show. This is Robert Rogers. Parkinson's Recovery is dedicated to provide information, support, and resources to anyone currently experiencing the symptoms of Parkinson's, as well as their caregivers and family members. We are offering June 22nd and 23rd in Cincinnati, Ohio, the heart of USA, the second annual Parkinson's Recovery Summit. This promises to be an historic event. I want to explain exactly how I went about planning for this summit. I've been doing this radio show now for a number of years, and I have had amazing guests on the show. I sent out an invitation to my guests to participate in this year's summit, 2012, and to either be available for consultations for a fee or and offer workshops. The response that I have received from this invitation has really, truly overwhelmed me. I don't have a formal list of all the presenters yet, but when you see this list of individuals who will be participating in the summit, you will be amazed and dazzled. It's an incredible list of individuals, healthcare practitioners, individuals with Parkinson's who have figured out ways to reverse their symptoms, pioneers of recovery in every respect. A number of the individuals who are featured in my recent release of Pioneers of Recovery will also attend. You've heard them on the radio show. Now you have an opportunity to hear those individuals in person, to meet them, and to ask all the questions that you have always wanted to ask. The design of the summit is clearly unique and novel. The registration fee is only $50 per person. Quite frankly, that pays for the room and just basic expenses of being able to mount and offer the summit. Then you have a choice of which workshops you would like to attend over the course of the two days. If you want to attend a workshop, you are asked to pay $20 for each of those workshops. That fee goes directly to the presenter by way of covering their expenses to actually attend the workshop. It will be, in fact, an amazing event for many reasons. You'll get to meet and hear individuals who have figured it out for themselves and have reversed their symptoms. Some of the individuals are symptom-free today after having debilitating symptoms some time ago. Each story is different. Talk about getting a boost of enthusiasm about the possibility of recovery. If you're at a point where you're looking for options, this really is the place to be. Nowhere has any event like this ever been convened. We will have converged at the same place and the same time the individuals who are really making a huge difference to individuals who currently experience symptoms of Parkinson's. The bottom line is I don't have a specific list of presenters, but on this show what you will be hearing are interviews with some of the individuals who in fact will be present and will be offering workshops. I'm going to now actually play a pre-recorded show 
by one of the individuals who will actually offer a workshop. Sandra, also known as Aunt Bean, actually has a fava bean, a macuna farm in Tennessee. About three or four years ago, she decided there ought to be a natural way for her to get relief from her symptoms. So she went at it. She bought a farm, and she began growing and harvesting fava beans and macuna. She has actually invented a tincture, a fava bean tincture that she uses with just a drop or two under her tongue with great success. Sandra will be offering a workshop at the summit where she will give specific play-by-play instructions on how she goes about making her tincture and what she does with all of these products that produce dopamine naturally. Incidentally, she is also offering with her colleagues in Tennessee an incredible event at her farm in Tennessee on June the 19th. That's a Tuesday of the same week of the summit. We will, I will be down there as well as many other people who will be listening to explanations of what they've done and we will be getting tours of her farm. We'll be actually releasing details of that workshop event here within the next week. Right now, I want to suggest if you're planning on coming to the summit in Cincinnati, add on the possibility of also participating in Sandrobe's workshop on natural ways to heal from the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. That'll be June the 19th at her farm in Tennessee. I don't have details for you, but that's been in the planning stages. It will happen, and it will be an amazing event. So Sandra will be uh, there uh, as well as in Cincinnati for her two-hour workshop and available for you to ask whatever questions you might have. She's been able to get incredible relief from her own symptoms and helping many other people learn how they can grow fava bean sprouts themselves as well as make this tincture from the tips of fava bean plants. It's an incredible story. She is a true researcher who is creating natural ways to be able to allow dopamine boost to your body naturally. I'm going to now play this pre-recorded interview. We're not talking about the event in June because this interview was actually held about a year. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. My very special guest today is Sandra from Tennessee. Sandra has been doing something innovative, interesting, and I might say absolutely awesome. She has been experimenting with growing her own fava beans and getting incredible results in terms of relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Thank you so much, Sandra, for joining us today. No, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. How did you come to try fava beans as a therapy for Parkinson's disease? Well, I started searching books for possible natural treatments for PD in January '09, and came across the book Green Pharmacy by James A. Duke, Ph.D. He wrote about the fava beans, and that started a search for seeds to plant. I am an organic gardener, and I'm fascinated with herbs and natural medicine, so this was a new challenge for me. So why are fava beans supposed to give relief from Parkinson's symptoms? Well, the whole aerial plant contains aldopa, especially the young, immature pods. 
Since it is a natural form of L-DOPA, the body recognizes and utilizes it very efficiently, partly because it is a whole food and not a synthetic man-made form. It is simply God-given and they are a good source of iron, magnesium, potassium, zinc, copper, copper, selenium, and many vitamins. So you have a friend, too, who's taking advantage of uh, the fava beans. How have fava beans helped you and your friend? Well, my friend takes a small amount of cinnamon and a couple of beans at medication time. The favas are supplying most of her L-DOPA. This seems to be giving her longer on times. Taking less cinnamon seems to mean less withdrawal from time, less withdrawal time from the cinnamon. She tries to take all of her doses before lunchtime and su- supplement any afternoon and evening needs with fava bean cookies or chips. Personally, I'm not on any pharmaceuticals for PD, and I am just taking a few drops of fava tincture whenever I feel symptoms coming on, and that is enough to get me through the day symptom-free. Can everyone use fava beans? No. There is a genetic condition called favaism, and people with favaism have an enzyme deficiency that makes it very dangerous to use favas. Consumption of the beans can be fatal. There is a simple blood test, G6PD, which detects if you have this condition and should not use favas. The test cost me $65, and it was well worth it to have the peace of mind to be able to experiment with the beans. Also, raw favas can produce an allergic reaction in some people. We always steam our beans. Another condition is if a person is taking MAOIs, they increase the level of serotonin in the brain. L-DOPA, in the form of cinnamon or fava beans, can cause a dangerous increase in blood pressure for patients using MAOIs. There is one MAOI called silicaline that is normally prescribed for patients at 10 milligrams daily. It is not thought to pose a risk, but patients should discuss the use of favas with their physician and monitor any changes in their blood pressure. How do you prepare fava beans? We have found that picking the young immature pods at about two and a half inches is best for us. They have a buttery taste and no strings. We steam them for about six minutes, then freeze them on cookie sheets for about 15 minutes, and then place them in freezer bags and return them to the freezer. My friend really enjoys them straight out of the freezer. Our bean chips and cookies are made by putting overly mature steamed favas through a champion juicer, which removes the indigestible fibers. We use this juice to make a tasty L-DOPA treat and keep our treats frozen until using them. They are really great for car trips or afternoon snacks when symptoms are trying to surface. My friend keeps a couple of bean chips beside her bed to keep her functioning better if needed during the night. The possibilities are endless. Many people will want to know, are fava beans hard to grow? 
Well, they were a pleasure for me. Some people would consider them difficult. It depends on the variety of fathers that you choose to grow. I was blessed to be given the name of a Canadian seed supplier last week that carries 20 varieties. I ordered some to plant this year that are only two feet tall, which will eliminate the need for staking and supporting the favas. Um, the ones we grew last year required a lot of effort to keep them upright. Favas are in the pea family, and they love cool weather. They are hardy down to 24 degrees Fahrenheit, and we picked them here in Tennessee up until the first week in December. They do not tolerate hot weather well and should be planted as soon as the ground can be worked. I hope to plant the first week in March. Even the plants that were kind of bit at 24 degrees and look so bad in the garden right now are not dead. We had a week of warm weather and new plants started coming up from the roots, which was pretty exciting to me. Mm. For planting, I soaked the seeds for over a day until they started to show signs of sprouting and then planted them outside. Some were started in March and April and some in August for a fall crop last year. If you grow your own, you will be amazed at the beautiful, prolific flowers on the plants and enjoy watching the bees and other insects pollinating them. The roots grow very deep, and once they have developed two leaves, the roots are about 12 inches long. They are good soil builders, and they bring a lot of valuable nutrients up to the surface. In many places, they are used as a cover crop and plowed under to fertilize the soil. Where can a person get fava beans if they cannot grow their own? Well, we have not located a source for young pods. I have come across dry bean seeds and full-size beans about 8 inches long in Earth Fair Market, but neither of these are good to supplement Aldopa. They, a person might get a farmer to agree to grow them, but you will need to specify what size they should be picked or perhaps, perhaps pick them yourself and process them immediately. Growing and harvesting my own will be a priority as long as I am able. Can fava beans be used in conjunction with other medications? They don't appear to conflict with Cinemet, but there is a fine balance between not enough L-DOPA and too much. Too little and the PD symptoms are not affected. Too much and my friend appears drunken and has to be careful of falling. It is easier to regulate just one source of L-DOPA than two. I have chosen to just stick to favas. Always start out with just two tablespoons of fava pods, and from there you can decide if you need to increase more gradually. If everyone's metabolism was the same and a clear dose could be established, it would be great, but what works for one person will not work for another. An added complication is the varieties of Parkinson's medications that each person is taking. Most doctors will not be able to help you, and they will have not have had any experience or knowledge of fava beans. They will probably advise sticking to PD meds 
and staying away from the fathers. I have chosen to stay away from synthetic L-DOPA and stick with what I consider natural so that my body can stay at its optimal health. Do doctors prescribe fava beans? Well, in Europe, people have used favas for PD therapy for a long time. They are also a popular food there. Most people in the United States have never heard of them. There is a product called Balance D, which is a supplement containing fava. It is made by Neuroscience and was recommended to my friend by her doctor. You mentioned a fava tincture. Can you tell us about that? Well, because of the problem of having to grow and freeze a year's supply of beans for supplementation and the possibility of a power outage and losing a year's work and medication, I wanted something that would capture the essence and L-DOPA of the plant and preserve it. I have been making echinacea tincture for years from my garden, and I wondered, could the same be done with fava plant? I decided to try. A specific part of the plant captured my attention, so I went throughout the garden harvesting the little tops, a little hidden protected part of the plant. I put them in a dehydrator to dry and then into a jar with brandy. This was shaken for a month several times a day. The day came for it to be strained. It looked good, and I played the part of the white experimental rat. <laughs> and took several drops to see what would happen. I didn't see any change right away, but later I went outside and was coming up the steps and noticed I didn't halt on my right leg and hip like I always did. I went back down and climbed the steps again, and it wasn't my imagination. I started trying other things that I usually couldn't do and kept noticing other improvements. It was easy to drive the car, and my reaction time was so much improved. The list went on and on. So the wa white rat decided to take another drop of this time. <laughs> and it actually gave me a good night's sleep. I have been using the tincture now since October 9th, and still no side effects besides lack of PD symptoms. If I feel one of my symptoms starting, I just take a couple of drops, of tincture, and, well, after a while, I just don't notice them anymore. Ken Allen, a fellow PD patient, has been growing favas for a few years. I sent him some of my tincture, and he kitchen tested it. He wrote back that there was approximately one milligram of levodopa in two drops of tincture. So I have been taking this small dose three to four times a day to alleviate my symptoms. We'll be right back with this fascinating interview with Sandra in just a minute. The idea of making tinctures is quite fascinating to me. Can you provide tinctures to other people? No. I feel that much research needs to be done on the tincture, and perhaps a better base can be found to draw out even more of the levodopa than the brandy does. I cannot test for levodopa, and each batch will be slightly different because of the soil area the fathers are grown in 
and the time of year the top is harvested, and the chosen liquid base for the tincture. I would really like to make a plea for someone or perhaps the medical school to take on the fava project that I've started, and I will help in any way that I can to make this valuable way of using the favas available to other people with PD who could benefit from it as I have. Do you find that stress is related to the symptoms of Parkinson's? Oh, absolutely. I have never been a person that got stressed out. Now that I have PD symptoms, little things that I would never have noticed before will suddenly cause symptoms to get worse. This is before I started on the tincture. Right now, I don't really have any symptoms. But things bother me that wouldn't have bothered me before. Um, a dog that won't stop barking, cold weather and not being able to get warm, a doctor's appointment, driving a car, being around someone else who is stressed can really upset your balance. A pain or low blood sugar levels can bring on symptoms emotions that are intense, either good or bad, can really upset your apple cart. Every part of our being is involved, from facial expressions and sleep patterns and mobility. Stiffening and panic attacks can come on suddenly because of stress, and no amount of PD medications can bring relief until the stress is alleviated. I've noticed this a lot with my, my friends. She can be perfectly normal one minute, and then something stressful will come along, and she falls apart. It just seems to be part of PD. Aside from fava beans, what other therapies help you with symptoms? I have learned to do a lot of stretching. A few years ago, I was blessed to meet a wonderful physical therapist who worked with a lot of PD patients. One of the most important things that he taught me was that in PD, you have to train yourself to be aware of your posture and your movement. Before PD, your body goes through the motions of life automatically, and that radically changes. With PD, you have to purposefully will your body to do what you want. For example, I was in the office one day when a man and his wife came in. The man had PD and was walking with his shoulders slumped over and shuffling his feet. And Bill said, I want you to stand up straight and walk forward picking up your knees. Well, the man did. I was amazed. The wife said, why doesn't he do that at home? And the answer was, because he doesn't think about it. <laughs> that stirred a lot of thinking in me. I was already struggling with neck problems and a forward head position and slumped shoulders and slight balance issues, and I was determined to have good posture and started working on stretches and exercises. It was a lot of hard work, but as time went on, I started to see and feel noticeably improved. Since then, with PD symptoms showing up more, I realized how invaluable all the hard work was. Now, when I wake up in the morning, I have to stretch my neck and upper back muscles to their limit to get the giant, as I call it, off my back. 
Then I do door frame stretches to bring my head and shoulders up to the proper posture for the day. I enjoy exercising with my large ball, gardening, dance, kayaking, music and playing music, and singing with a group at our senior center and our church choir. Life is very good and very busy these days, and very fulfilling. Now with the fava tincture, my life is so much easier and so much more fun, too. I enjoy helping others, and especially those with PD. One of my main goals in life is to help find ways to make life easier for those who I have come to love and appreciate so much. So Sandra and I have actually uh, talked about this in uh, some great detail and decided what we're going to do is to set up a special website page, a blog that is dedicated to uh, be able to provide information and exchange of individuals interested in learning all about growing fava beans and also sharing their information about what their experience has been with fava beans. That website is www.favabeans, that's F-A-V-A-B-E-A-N-S dot parkinsonsrecovery.com so that's p-a-r-k-i-n-s-o-n-s r-e-c-o-v-e-r-y dot com you can go there and you'll see some postings of information about fava beans uh, feel free to make a suggestion of a posting you'd like to make or of course you can make uh, comments on any of the postings that you actually see the uh, the idea that uh, Sandra and I have concocted is that uh, this will be a place where people can uh, can exchange their experience with uh, uh, growing and actually using fava beans to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's and Sandra will be the moderator of that particular posting so we're very grateful to her for taking on that wonderful responsibility. So is there anything else that you'd like to say to individuals uh, here about your experience with fava beans? Well, I'm really happy to be able to share a little bit of the information that we have gleaned over the past 12 months, and I pray that many of your listeners will be encouraged to grow their own favas and that we will find people interested in doing valuable research on these amazing fava beans. So thank you, Sandra, so much for sharing your incredible wealth of experience with this most innovative way uh, that you found gives you incredible relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Well, you're welcome. (laughs) Also, can we mention Catherine Holden? Yes, please do. Tell us about Catherine Uh, Holden. If you Google Catherine Holden, uh, dietitian. She is a registered dietitian specializing in PD, and she has published books and articles on nutrition and Parkinson's, and she also has written articles on fava beans. And it's her, very informative. Is her uh, first name spelled C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E? K. Oh, it's a K. K-A-K-A-T-H-R-Y-N-N-E. And the last name Holden, H-O-L-D-E-N? Yes. Great. And she's got a lot of information on her website. About fava beans and nutrition for Parkinson's. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sandra, for being with us today. You're welcome. I'm Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. You have just heard a pre-recorded interview with Sandra, who will be offering a workshop on fava beans, macuna, 
and the way that she goes about making her tincture from the tips of fava beans as well as from the sprouts of fava beans. Sandra more recently told me that she was concerned many people do not have gardens, so she decided she would explore the possibility that you could sprout fava beans and make a tincture from the sprouts. That project has succeeded, and she reports back that she now has a methodology that she'll be discussing at the workshop for how you can make a tincture from the sprouts of fava beans. Isn't that quite an amazing discovery? Something you can do for yourself to get relief from whatever symptoms you might be currently experiencing that are associated with a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. Further information about the Parkinson's Recovery Summit 2012 can be found by visiting the Summit website. And that address is www.summitsumit.parkinsonsrecovery.com. Once again, www.summitsumit.parkinsonsrecovery.com. Parkinson's, the word Parkinson's without an apostrophe, joined together with the word recovery, R-E-C-O-V-E-R-Y, dot com. On the website, you can register for the summit, and you can also make your reservation at the summit hotel. I encourage all of you to make reservations at the hotel I made. I was the first person to actually make a reservation just to go through the process. This has been now several weeks ago. And you're not charged on your credit card for any uh, day's visit. But they do uh, save your registration uh, information. So be sure to register for a room. The hotel will fill up. So the earlier you register, the more likely it is you will be able to get a hotel at the Summit Hotel. There are other hotels nearby, but it will certainly be more convenient to stay right at the hotel where we are sponsoring the event. Hotel is in downtown Cincinnati in the thick of everything. It's also locally owned, and the hotel personnel have been delightful to me. So I think it's the place for all of us to convene together on June the 22nd and June the 23rd at the historic 2012 Parkinson's Recovery Summit, the place where we're convening together practitioners as well as pioneers of recovery who will be telling their stories and practitioners who will be offering their services and many, many different modalities. If you're looking for options, the Parkinson's Recovery Summit is clearly the place to be. In future programs, we will be sponsoring interviews, either pre-recorded or live, with many of the individuals who will be present, both pioneers as well as individuals who are healthcare practitioners who've been on my radio show previously. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact you are listening to this radio show that you are indeed on the road to recovery. I'm Robert Rogers. This is Parkinson's Recovery. May you have a magnificent week. I look forward to connecting with you one week from today on the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Show. Good day.